analyze it or unpause. Here we go. Boom. There it is. All right, Jacob, stop the song. Up again. We've been listening to it. Take it away, boys. Crossover episode. Crossing over. streams for one big stream. Thank you. I've been Roddy James Dio. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Nice. You wrote that. And there we are. We're live. What? The four of us. Yeah. We're live. And we're all there. And yeah. It is the crossover event between the open micers and burning the set list. Who will come out on top this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? (laughs) We made it. We made it. What? (laughs) Because that reminded me of the Monster Truck commercials, dude. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Coliseum. Well, that's what I was going for. Come see Monster Jam. You don't remember the commercials, dude? Fuel burning funny cars. I feel like I'm bombing on my own podcast. Yeah. No. You got really quiet all of a sudden, Jacob. Why did you get so quiet? He's thinking about that jam. Yeah. It's a monster jam. It's not not toast jam. You can't put monster jam on your toast. Why not? What's the the point of that, then? (laughs) Am I still quiet? Yeah, you're quiet. Yeah, it's good. I like it like that. It's much better than normal volume. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. I didn't do anything different. Just mute him totally. I'd yeah. Be <laughs> I try to every week. Hurt, <laughs> man. So what, are we, thinking about that. what are we talking about this week, boys? What what brings us to the table? What's what's the what's hot on the the burning the set list uh checklist? I don't know. Set list. What uh? What in the world are you doing? Are, are you think you're running the show here? <laughs> Me? Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I didn't vote for you. Uh, dude. Uh, well, Governor and I did a show over in uh in uh Florida. Yeah, with, we did. with free ice cream. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, let's not get started on the free ice cream thing again. <laughs> Jacob might have a started on the free ice cream. Jacob missed out on the free ice cream. It was delicious, dude. It's all I heard about for like an hour on our trip to to Pensacola. Hell the other night. yeah, it is. You want to know why? Because I missed out on the free fucking ice cream. That's why. As much as you can eat, which is quite a lot in your case. I would clean that fucking place out, dude. They would have been out of business dude, the day before. Uh, Andrew, who was booking it, texted me. He's like, hey, man, um, Governor didn't sell any tickets. He's a shitty fucking headliner. Yeah. And he can attract, you know, a thirsty Five. horse to water. So <laughs> you just shouldn't even come because there's not going to be any fucking people there. Right. And it turns out there were people there. Tons there of people. ice cream the whole fucking time. None of it. Gallons of it. Lots. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. You sound better now that you're shoving it halfway down your throat so we can hear you. I'm just going to do it like stand-up. Okay. So you, okay. Would, yeah, you know what you didn't? You know what you didn't shove down your throat? The free ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking prick. Never. Uh, Never uh, well, tease what? a fat boy with diabetes with free ice cream and then not give it to him. That's, that's cruel. It's it cruel. cruel. It was good stuff. They had a, like a red wine chocolate. Mm. They had a, mm. they had a, what I had was a black garlic 
honey and fig. Yeah, but you picked the worst company. fucking one. You picked the oh, one. Yeah. Worst it's because he's English. He's used to eating like yeah. uh, burning tire rubber and tomatoes for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, you would have just gone for like the vanilla or something. That's what you would have chosen. Who, me? No, old, uh, the, the kid down in the corner there, Jake. <laughs> I don't know what I would have chosen. Dude. I would have chosen whatever would give me diabetes again. <laughs> You already got all the types, right? You already got the whole collection of types. Dude, I got four types. I'm an anomaly. How many? T- what? Is that all of them? Do you have uh, all There are only three, so. Yeah, there we got you one just for Jacob. Well, nice. he likes to collect things, so he wants to collect all three. I am a collector, yeah. Yeah. I see what Jason did here. He was bragging earlier about how he doesn't have any stand-up comedy on YouTube. Oh, boy. We weren't going to be able to make him watch it. Uh, and what he's done is he's got all these podcasts. So he pulled the Walt Disney Frozen and uh, and just refocused the search. That's what that is. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it before we're done. Please fucking find something for us. Hopefully, to I've flooded the uh, YouTube with enough content that it'll be impossible for you to find any stand up with me. I don't you think did. there's. I actually don't think there's any on the internet at all. Yeah, it doesn't exist. I don't put my stuff up. I don't want people stealing my jokes. No one's gonna steal your jokes, dude. Nobody's gonna steal that. What are you talking about? <laughs> they only steal good jokes. You're fine. Dude, no one sees dog shit on the side of the street and they're just like, man, I really want to take that dog shit off my own. That dog shit. Mm-hmm. Specifically. I see how it is. I see. All right. Well, all right, I'm I'm gonna give up on my YouTube search for the moment. You guys. Uh just just for the moment. I think Jacob's frozen. Uh, what else is- because he has that van cleave internet. Nice. Oh, I was he's frozen. Hanging in there. He's I, hanging in there. He's doing a great I do job. have that van cleave internet. Mm-hmm. Dude, I got, I got in woods internet, man. Don't feel bad. Thanks, I'm, I'm out here in the woods, too. Dirt road. I got wood, too. You ask, ask Evna. Uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, dude, pills don't count. Um, it, took us, it took us quite a bit to get my internet. <laughs> Up to snuff. Uh, anyway, sorry, that was a long way to go. It was not as good as the Viagra joke, so fuck it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm rocking with like a solid two bars right now. But, but the let's see, you guys were all together last at Coastal Comedy, Matt and yeah. Kirby's show, right? Yep. We were on a road trip. Yeah. What was that? Awful. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, Jason Bob, up. and then we had to listen to Governor's set. It was kind nice. of the worst time. It was a classic. Oh. It picked up after Jason got off the stage. Mm-hmm. But dude, yeah, I uh, stunk the place up. <laughs> while Martin was on stage, I kept looking at everybody. I was like, man, why is he bombing so bad? And uh, they told me, like, oh, they told me, like, no, that's what he's trying to do. And I was like, oh, fuck, really? My bad. No, I killed it. Killed. Dude, I don't know if you can say you killed. You might have killed somebody because they choked on your jokes. They were so fucking dry. I do like the old dry comment. You killed it. But you dehydrated everybody, dude. I don't know if you can say. Well, well, the last time I was there, uh, the quietest thing Kirby said on stage was uh, butthole. Nice. And uh, it, that set the tone for the whole night. Like, it was one of those, he was on a rant, and then he came in. But, but, it was adorable. Absolutely adorable. Uh, so, I had a really good time last time I was there. Uh, how, 
how were Kirby and Matt as uh, quarreling hosts? Oh, they're a cute couple. Yeah. I know, aren't they? They probably get a room. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, between the two of them, they did one joke. Nice. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and Matt I'm not lying, dude. They spent most of the time quarreling with each other. Pretty amusing. I enjoy they it. They are the, the cutest odd couple. I think it's hilarious. So what else is going I, on in the wild world? I haven't seen you guys in Mississippi in a hot minute. I need to make it down. What's, uh, what's happening? You got the Mother's Day show coming up, right, Jacob? Hell yeah, man. Uh, May 9th, Mother's Day. We're doing a Mother's Day show on a, uh, my new room. It's the pub in D'Iberville, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. It's uh, going to be a monthly showcase uh, every second Sunday of the month. So... Nice. Uh, I booked this one pretty much. Me and uh, Krangus got our heads together and booked this show together. So uh, it's probably what's going to happen. And, you know, every time from now, we're just going to put our heads together and, and book uh, the monthly showcase, man. And it should be a lot of fun. We, we just got to see how this first one does. There's going to be a lot of drink specials. I know there's a lot of people interested on Facebook. So hopefully we have some moms come out. And my mom is actually going to go uh, get on stage for the first time to make fun of me. So. Right, yeah, it's going to be a real fucking fun time, dude. I can't wait for that. So who else you got booked on there? So it's going to be uh, myself as the host. Uh, we have uh, Lino Rodriguez booked, who's like another hot young kid right now. He just started, but the guy already has like close to 30 minutes of material because he just keeps fucking writing. I haven't seen a bomb once. I mean, he's just been lighting it up. Uh, we have Mel Stroh booked because she is a mother. And we have uh, Eli Thomas coming in from, I believe, Mobile, Alabama. So that's the lineup. And I'm sure Krangus is going to go do some time. There are, if there are other comics in the crowd that, that want to get some stage time in, you know, even though it's booked, I can't pay you anything, but I'm not going to stop you from getting up on the stage. I like the way you said another hot young kid. Like there's another hot young kid on that show. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I do look like Johnny Galecki, so I feel <laughs> I feel like I could pull. You know what I mean? My yeah. bitch is hot. You guys have not met my girlfriend. Yeah, she's hot, man. Does she live in Canada? Um, no, she goes to a different school. You wouldn't know her. Um, Jason, what do you have going on? Are you just like a fucking lazy piece of shit, or yeah, are you doing? Much. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't really have much booked at the moment, uh, working on it. Is it because you're not funny or what? Mm, kind of a little bit of both. <laughs> hasn't stopped him so far. Hey, you I, host podcasts, I need though, to get right? my, uh, my stage, uh, I need to get my, my stage hour or minutes up because I just need to get back up and get my material back in my head because I don't want to have another incident like Monday happen again. So, Oh, yeah. You, you, I was ignoring you telling that story so I could ask you to tell it again later. Thanks for reminding me. What happened on Monday? <laughs> you dropped a bomb on somebody? Uh, well, I started getting heckled before I even hit the stage. Nice. And uh, nice. my first uh, joke landed like a, a big, fat, wet turd hitting concrete. Nice. And uh, pretty much just went downhill from there and got heckled by this whole ta table of uh, Karens and Beckys and uh, just couldn't, couldn't get my feet back under me. And like my whole set just left my head. 
I couldn't get a joke going, couldn't remember anything, and finally I, I cut it short, and I was supposed to do 10 minutes. I think I did seven. And I was just like, I'm done. I can't. There's nothing else I can do here. This is just a big pile of pile of uh, uh, dung is what's that happening. Was, uh, that was seven minutes. It seemed a lot longer. It seemed a lot longer to me, too. Trust me. It seemed like 30 minutes. Like, how fucking long have I been up here? Please get me off this page. Look, your, set, your set left your head faster than your hair did. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, you recovered, though, like, after they left. Every joke you did after they got up and left, they you did well. I mean, it was just the fact that they threw you off your game. Well, and at and that while point, you like, well, it could, I could have been killing everybody in the room, but I, just, I, I wasn't hearing it. Like, my brain was going, you suck. Get off the stage. No one's <laughs> laughing. You suck. You're terrible. What are you doing? You're not a comedian. Get off the stage now. That was actually me. That wasn't your brain. <laughs> yeah. That was the governor sitting over at the table. Like, get off the, get, get off the stage. <laughs> yeah. You bloody you wanker. You need to tell your inner demon to speed it up because you don't have time to waste like that on stage. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it was awful, though, man. Like, I just, I, I, I had no comebacks for the heckling because I haven't been heckled in. Like, you know, like I've dealt with hecklers before, but it's been over a year now since we've had like, what happens. you know, like Jason gets comfy, starts getting a nut off regularly and he just loses his edge. Yeah. It's age. You know, I'm not as sharp as I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> not know? enough nut coming out. Yeah. No. I mean, ask the governor. I mean, after you don't do what? something for a while, you kind of, you don't use it, you lose it. No, I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, the governor uses his at least three times a day. Yeah. Just by himself. <laughs> Side note, I love how Jacob's the only one kind enough to wear a hat, and the rest of us are just abusing people with how yeah. shiny our head foreheads are. Nice. Yeah. That's... There you go. I, I had the courtesy to wear a hat because I have a lot of hair. My forehead is not exposed. Nice. My yeah. hairline is intact. I didn't want to offend you guys. <laughs> Yeah, you keep that shit covered up. We don't. We don't need that. <laughs> what's um? I know you like talking about the philosophy of comedy on this show, man. What? Yeah, uh, yeah we get pretty deep over here. <clears throat> How deep? Yeah. Well, Governor gets deeper than I do. Um, That's what your mom told me. I think the one of the best deep conversations we had was uh, with Matt Mosley. Um, we were talking about uh, wrestling and the kayfabe phenomenon. It's all kayfabe. It's all kayfabe. Yeah, and so we were talking about performance art and um, the the theatrical aspect of comedy and uh, playing around with some of those concepts. I think that's probably about as deep as we've gotten if you don't include the Napoleon talk. Yeah, but, he gets pretty deep into Napoleon. He loves that. but okay so to tie that in neither of you guys are very theatrical in your delivery uh like i'm trying to think somebody that's real flamboyant like krangus is more flamboyant than you guys most of the time well you haven't seen me in a while though i mean i've kind of picked it up a little bit oh yeah you've been yeah around a little oh yeah I've i've just been going at people man that's like what i've just started doing because I've done this because uh, on our episode with, where we uh, interviewed 
drummer for Jane's Addiction, Stephen Perkins, on the award-winning Open Micers podcast, uh, <laughs> he told us uh, that his philosophy for drumming is that he takes care of his body so that he can abuse it while he drums and just give it all to the crowd and then limp off stage. And so I was like, man, I need to bring that kind of energy to my comedy. So I just fucking get animated and yell at people and I don't even really need the microphone most of the time. And ever since I've done that, people have fucking started loving it, dude. I haven't had a nice. single joke bomb since I've taken that approach. So let's let's piece this apart a little bit. Uh, as someone who has done both styles recently, um, would how is it how is it different uh, being more animated versus not animated? Like break it down a little bit more. What's the so, big difference? The you big say going after people. What do you mean? I mean, the big difference I think is. Getting the crowd Sorry for the uh, Lex Friedman length question there. My apologies. Well, I can give you a perfect example. Uh, I on Monday night I did the exact same set that I did the week before at open mic and the open mic night that I did it. Uh, I was pretty an I you know I got pretty animated with everything and I ended up winning set of the night with it and so I brought that same set to Monday night and bombed with it because I just kind of stood at the mic and folded in on myself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a perfect just juxtaposition right there. So in my head, I'm like, all right, I need to start getting in people's face a little bit more and being a little more animated. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, with people you- are there to see a show, man. So uh-huh. if, if you give them, if they can tell that you're at least giving them energy, you know, it doesn't take away from the wit of the of your material. And if you have material that's not so witty, if you compensate for with that for energy that people are digging, then you're gonna do well. Yeah, yeah maybe. I do the opposite. I do the opposite. Yeah, but no one fucking listens say, to you. Though, would thing. you ever consider bringing any kind of energy to the no, stage? I reduce some energy to the minimum. <laughs> I can actually feel my energy being sucked out of my body when the governor's on stage. Yeah, I, I remain motionless throughout the entire set. <laughs> so, have you guys ever gone to Hardee's? <laughs> yeah. They are the roast beef sandwich of Hardee's. Why? Because fuck you, the Hardee's. <laughs> even, even your mouth is moving too much when you say that. Yeah. You just kind of, you got to be like a ventriloquist. Even I, the lips are stationary. Everything's stationary. I have you to say, I, a live bear. Why? Because fuck you, the Hardee's. There you go. There you go. Even that's too, too much energy. You just got to dial it down. I love that uh, that you memorized his bits to mock him. That's so. Well, when you do the same material for ten years, it's kind of easy. <laughs> you got to. I mean, you only get the right rhythm after, like, what they say, ten thousand repetitions to get the right, you know, to get it down. Yeah, but when it wasn't funny the first time, you don't have to do it ten thousand more. Yeah, you do. I mean, it'll it'll you know, pick the, up. The best part of the night was at the end of the governor's set when he's like. I have CDs for sale. And he pulls a fucking CD out of his pocket. I'm like, what is this, 1992? Like, what the hell are you doing? Man, it, it was in theme with the rest of the, the rest of the set, dude. The whole thing was retro. Are they playing you're volleyball like, you're out like I back? I didn't pull the vinyls out. The people were playing volleyball out back. More nice. people started playing volleyball during yeah. Martin's set because they're like, God damn, what can I do to get away from this? That's because I drove half of them back there. They're like, what the? No. We're going to play volleyball. <laughs> nice. Uh, 
So who else was there with you guys? Uh, Andrew Ferreira, uh, uh-huh. who you did that show with Saturday, who talked nice. me out of the free ice cream. Yeah, oh, so the free ice cream is weighing on his mind, dude. That was delicious. Uh, <laughs> That's going to gonna be top 10 biggest regrets for the rest of my life, is not getting that free ice cream. Yeah. I don't know how you can live for yourself. Well, there's going to be a regular show at the ice cream place, so I'll just make sure to include that in your writer when you, uh, when you finally come over. Please. Lots of free ice cream. Please. I've done shows for just free Diet Coke before. I'm not above doing shows for free ice cream. <laughs> I was just thinking we could, call, we could call the tour the, Snoop, the Scoopy Snacks tour. We've been trying to think of something to, to call it. Like if we were going we to name it something, what would we call it? Well, I haven't come up with anything good yet. Uh, thinking about calling it like Flelmas. That's that's as good as I got so far. Which uh, I'm gonna kind be of, on, kind of funny, but I'm gonna be on y'all's broadcast coming up soon, uh, May twenty seventh, twenty ninth. Yeah, you're gonna join us for that one. Good. Yeah, yeah. Me and uh, the Lino guy I just talked about. That's gonna be the two comics from Mississippi. I think right. Carson Taylor's supposed to be one of the Mobile comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Zeke is at least gonna join us for the Mobile show, uh, and he may come with us if he can. Uh, yeah, that's going to be, that's very exciting because we're going to start doing that twice a month. And in June, we'll have four cities, four nights, twice a month. Nice. On Thursday oh, yeah. through Sunday. Well, it was going to be exciting. And I'm going to try and grow up hemp crop at the same time. <laughs> Y'all might not see me much. We might do a lot of these. <laughs> About to be very busy. Is that why uh, they call this burning the set list? Because of all the hemp? No. <laughs> no. No. Why do you call yourself the open micers? Is that because you guys realize that's as far as you can get in your comedy career? Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know. Uh, well, originally we called ourselves open micers because we were going to exclusively interview open micers mm-hmm. after, like, after sets, before sets, and like kind of monitor their during growth. Sets. <laughs> Not yeah. during sets? No, not during sets. We don't want to hear that because they're open micers. Uh-huh. Um, but then we realized that's kind of a stupid fucking idea because we limit yeah. ourselves so much on the guests we can get. Right. So we just started to call ourselves the open micers. But and you never changed the name. You just changed the entire rest of the um, mm-hmm. show. Yeah, basically. So we just we interview just people from the entertainment industry about the entertainment industry. Nice. By the entertainment industry, pretty much for the entertainment entertainment industry, because nice. most of our listeners are comedians. So, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. So you didn't think of any other names like I don't know, the minion and the child, or the <laughs> child and the man child. But it was taken. <laughs> and that and what the this show is called Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> You're too young to smoke, aren't you? I'm not too young to smoke. Oh yeah, it's Van Cleve. You're probably you're you're over the age of twelve. Yeah, dude, I've been smoking meth since I was like ten. Yeah, as long as you can, <laughs> as long as you can slap some money up on the uh, the convenience store counter, you can smoke. You can get some meth. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sell it right up front in little bags. Yeah. Nice. They sell it at the candy store around the corner. Yeah. But you don't even have to. Buy meth, like you can. You can be in the, the wrong place at the right time, and uh, you can just catch meth. From what I understand, yeah. 
Yeah, dude, I lived down the road from three different meth labs growing up, bro. You already yeah, said you live in Bank Lee. We got the picture. <laughs> How you catch meth? That's true, That's though, dude. Catch- like, I'd walk outside and I'd smell burning tires. And that's because they literally burn tires to cover up the meth smell. Nice. Because meth know, smells like burning tires. Is that so a real tires thing? I think you're pulling my skirt. I'm not, dude. <laughs> they would literally start uh, a tire fire in their yard so that if the cops drive by and smell burning tires, there's literally burning tires in their yard. Yeah, but mm-hmm. isn't that against the law anyway? I mean, we're going to attract yeah, the police. <laughs> yeah, but it's better than that meth. should be a known thing now if they're like people burn tires to cover up the scent of meth. And if you're in Van oh. Cleave and someone's burning tires, go check the inside of the house. It's a meth lab. Oh, don't get me wrong, they got stung. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> in Van Cleave, you could probably make more money selling tires than you can selling meth. <laughs> Well, okay, so how how far off the beaten path is Van Cleef, really? Um, pretty far, man. We're not even a city or a town. We're a municipality. You're an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> We're a municipality of Ocean Springs. Like, we technically are owned by Ocean Springs. You're a colony. <laughs> uh. Yeah, basically. And you don't fuck with our colonies, because remember what happened last time? Uh-huh. We forgot about that. I'm a, I'm a get that T boy. You know he remembers <laughs> it. He was there. Yeah, <laughs> I was there, dude. They, they interrupted my set with all that stuff going on. <laughs> Were you doing the same material back then? Same dude? material, dude. <laughs> what is the deal with this revolution? <laughs> What's up with Arby's? What is that? <laughs> Oh, I see you were playing the video. What is this? What oh, is that? Are you looking up Van Cleave? Yeah, that's that's my house right there. Oh, nice. shit. Giving out secret information. It's actually very public information. But All right, write it down, everybody. You're doxing Jacob now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let's see how country that's... Van Cleave is, really. Probably not we as do. bad as Demopolis, actually. We don't have to, to zoom in. Yeah, yeah we're, we're zooming out. We're zooming the fuck out. Yeah, see, that's more city than Demopolis. Yeah, look at that. See, you, you got roads. Yeah, no, we have roads. Welcome to Google Maps with open micers and burning sets. Yeah, well, I wanted to know. Okay, so there's Van Cleve. So how far? There's Moss Point, Grand Bay. So you're like an hour and a half from the Duke Joint. No, no, no. We're we're. I'm like thirty minutes from the Duke Joint. You're like two hours from anybody with a graduate degree. <laughs> hey, oh, I, okay. I do have the most education in my family. I'm pretty proud of that. That's a pretty low bar to cross, though, let's face it. I guess. Let's see if we can pick out which one of these is Jacob's house. <laughs> oh, shit. There it is. Pick the one, pick the one <laughs> down the street from the tire fire. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> you see a big cloud but coming dude, up. If you look at everything that's in Vancouver, there's nothing to do. We have to drive 30 minutes to Ocean Springs to actually do anything. There's a like middle all, school. Oh, yeah, like man. all those businesses that are in Van Cleave, we have a Pizza Hut, we have a Subway, nice. and we have a smoke store. Don't you have a have, donut shop, too? No, we don't have a donut shop. Oh, okay. oh, no, we do. We have Lujo's Donuts, but they fucking suck, dude. Really? They, 
Yeah, they close when they run out of donuts, and they run out of donuts at 9 in the morning. I remember when I was an EMT, we used to stop at, I think, at a shell station up there, way up in Van Cleve, and they had pretty good biscuits, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, the honey hole, dude. That's it, the honey hole. Yeah, man. Let's go back for a second. You used to be an EMT? Yeah. You didn't know about this? You didn't know I was an EMT? That's why I travel with him, because if I ever get a case of sugars, he can save me. Yeah. (laughs) It makes good sense. It makes good sense. How long were you in EMT? Uh, about two years. Year and a half, cool. two years. How many people died? Uh, none. Oh. I had a hundred percent save rate with my CPR. Yeah. Nice. Wow. That's man, just the magic lips of Jason Robbins. Everybody's <laughs> right. Actually, we stopped doing that years ago. You don't. You don't yeah, do yeah, the, You don't do the mouth to mouth anymore. You just do chest compression. Uh, good to know. Yeah, they figured out you get just as much uh, oxygen pulling into the lungs by doing chest compressions than you do uh, with mouth-to-mouth. And if you don't have to do mouth-to-mouth, then you don't have to worry about diseases. Nice. So how many people did you, did you give diseases to? <coughs> None. I pro- probably got some diseases from people, though. I had to get uh, hepatitis B uh, checks That's every good- once in a while. Nice. Dude, um, tell them what you told me about the ambulances. And why you can't go over a certain speed? Uh, because you're monitored, and uh, you have a driving record. You have so many points as a driver when you're a, a EMT paramedic, and uh, if you you have, it, it's kind of like the if you take a corner too hard or go too fast, you hit the brakes too hard. You have this little thing inside the uh, the the cab there, and it'll start clicking. Like if you if you hit the brakes too hard, it's like and the faster it goes. If it it's like and if it hits a solid like that, it means you got uh, points taken off of your uh, your point, however many points you have. And if you get down to a certain point, you get uh, yanked off of being able to drive the ambulance. So when you see an ambulance hauling, like if they're lights and siren and they're on the interstate doing seventy five miles an hour, and you're you're like, why are they not hauling ass? Like that's as fast as they can go. Like they can't go above. 75 i thought you told me it did that because the oxygen tanks would explode well yeah that too i mean you got like you know 10 oxygen tanks on board if the, one of those goes the rest of them are gonna go too yeah, yeah that was the you interesting don't want to reckon an ambulance for lots of reasons yeah, yeah. no kidding <laughs> what else Dude, did you crazy. used to do besides comedy jason i mean uh, if you can call it that musician uh, sh- uh cook uh, restaurant manager, uh, worked uh, movie theater uh, supervisor, um, worked at a record shop, and they're uh, mostly shiftless layabout. Nice, nice, Governor. How about your CV? What? Never. I've never done anything. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I see you on the Muppets once? Yeah, I was. Uh, I had my. Hand up Kermit's butt. Oh, I, I thought uh, you were that giant yellow bird. I was going to know. If no, I thought the Muppets, that's the, uh, the other one. Sesame Street. He would definitely be Snuffleupagus. He would definitely be Snuffleupagus. Definitely Snuffleupagus. My mistake. <laughs> what about your resume, Compton? What about it? Well, how have it you exists. done, man? What interesting shit do, do we not know about? Uh, I was a ninja at one point in time. 
That's pretty scary. Laugh, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's all you've like been as ninja. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, just you know, I was a ninja for a little while. You know, we broke boards, stuff like that. <laughs> um. I, okay, here's something not a lot of people know. Uh, one of my first jobs when I moved to Cincinnati, Ohio, I was a barker at an amusement park. Um, nice. Like the high striker game where you got to hit the thing and ring the bell and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I did that. One of my favorite games was Age and Weight. So I was very good, very good at guessing people's weight, and it pisses women off. And, nice. uh, all right, all right. no, hold on. Let's put, your, let's put your money where your mouth is. What's Jason's Age and Weight? Oh, no, he's not standing in front of my scale at the moment, so this doesn't... Oh, wait, you get him to stand on the scale, and then you guess their weight? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I have this intimidating scale behind me, and I get to size somebody up in real life. It's, uh, it's, it's a much different thing. I can't even see his lower half right now. Yeah, I've heard his lower half is not impressive. Yeah. <laughs> not getting Can I take a stab at your age and weight, Compton? Sure. Okay. Um, Besides, Jason and I have talked about it, how old we are. 45 years old. And 210. Uh, the 210 is correct. The nice. Hell yeah! The 45 is uh, not correct. You're off by five years. I'm 50. What? Oh yeah, you just turned forty, huh? Wait, yeah, I did. I just turned just turned forty. Feeling pretty good for forty. My dad likes to remind me he's like halfway there, man. <laughs> oh, he knows you're gonna die at eighty. This guy. I don't know how he knows that, but mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah I I'm not gonna well, make he's, it he's that far. <laughs> I knew but when I, I hit. Correctly. I knew when I hit forty, I was like, yeah, I'm over the halfway point at the at this point. <laughs> there's no there's no making it to eighty. No I'm way. Over that I, I remember correctly, Jason's got me by like three years, right? Yep. Yep. That's what I thought. What's Jake, my Jake, weight, Jake. Jacob? Um, 230. Nope. I was going to say 190. Higher or lower? Higher. Dang! You have put on some recently, I've noticed. Yeah, I'm 250. There's no way. <laughs> uh, that, that was going to be my next guess. What? No wonder you got that upward camera, that downward camera angle. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Governor weighs... 180. No. no. No, not even close. 220 because of the head. <laughs> 220 when I'm carrying the plant. Yeah. Okay. Which I do a lot. Carrying the plant. Yeah. It's, dude. Is that a euthanism? <laughs> no. <laughs> You've been hanging out with Compton too much, dude. Carrying that plant all the time. Plant, dude. Mine's a lot of water weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, CrossFit, calm down. I'm bloated. We're not really, we're not really interested in how old Jacob is. We're just in, taking bets on how long he's got left. Yeah, I got, well, I got twenty bucks in Jacob six is. months. <laughs> hey, how six months from now, I'm gonna ask you. Let, no, let's make bets on what he's gonna die from. So, do you think he's gonna die from diabetes in a hotel room, yeah. or is it gonna I be? Think so. Oh, he can't afford a hotel room. It's going to be the, the back of his mom's car. Alcohol. <laughs> On a <dude>. cocaine bender. <laughs> he can't afford cocaine. It's going to be uh, it's going to be down at that burning tire place, getting the mess. It's going to be diet cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I am going to die from diabetes, actually. My grandpa lost both his legs. Well, that's what? fun. 
Yeah, I'm gonna get there. That's no way I know. I have a bit about that. That's a lot of good material there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I have a bit about that. I can't wait to lose my legs because then I get to go on all the rides at Disney World first. (laughs) And I get pity seating at the airport. You'll be a stand up comic that never has to stand up. Exactly. Exactly. Be very, very convenient. Do comedy (laughs) so much longer if I had a wheelchair. Have you guys been down to New Orleans lately? Nah, they ain't doing much over there, man. You used to spend a lot of time down there, right, Jacob? Yes, sir. When you first yes. started, you used to drive down there a good bit. Yeah, not, How often not were you going? I, not when I first started. When I first started booking shows, I booked a lot of shows in New Orleans. Oh, my gosh. Gotcha, gotcha. I think AJ Bell is one of the only people doing anything down there right now. Yeah, he is. He was supposed to come yeah. on our podcast, and he fell asleep. He fell asleep. And when he... He, he got on Zoom and like his phone was like facing the ceiling, and we're like, "Hello." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if he has narcolepsy or what. <laughs> and he uh, texts us like four hours later. He's like, "I fell asleep." The edibles kicked in. That's yep. what that's what happened there. Something. He had a show that that was he had booked too. He had he had a hosting gig. He probably fucking missed that too because he fell asleep, man. Oh, oh, he felt no, so well, bad about it too. He started beating himself up. I was like, "Dude, we don't care, man. Like, it's, it's done now. We yeah, have guests drop now. out on us all the time." And we had a good conversation the other night too. I needed to get that Monday night off my chest because, dude, that almost killed me, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I haven't been heckled that bad uh, ever, really. <laughs> it destroyed me, dude. It rattled me. I didn't sleep. Hardly Monday night. Like, I was up all night just, like, thinking about <laughs> what, like, my brain finally kicked in at, like, midnight. It was like, here's what you should have said to that bitch. Blah, boom, oh. bloom, bloom, bloom. Like, one joke after another. I'm like, where the fuck were you, like, five hours ago, asshole? That's the worst. You gotta write that shit down. Use it next time. I did. I've <laughs> got, like, a bunch of comebacks ready, like, ready to fucking punch somebody in the face with. Yeah. We said this on our episode, my go-to comeback when someone starts heckling me. I'm like, dude, I don't come to your job at the Popeye's drive-thru and tell you how to take my order. Like, don't come to my job and tell me how to do comedy, man. <laughs> go figure out that chicken sandwich, motherfucker. Yeah, like, I don't come to your job at the bank and go up to, like, the, you, know, you as a bank teller and be like, you don't know how to count. I can count better than you. I mean, I, who does that? Nobody. Yeah, you took this personally, huh? Yeah, I did. It, like, it hurt. It hurt my feelings, actually. Like, it really did hurt my feelings. I can see you're all wound up. You're even more animated than Jacob was when we started talking about donuts. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up the free ice cream again. I was about to lose my shit. <laughs> God, I thought Jacob was going to, like, get so depressed he was going to jump out of the car because he, oh. <laughs> he missed ice cream. I was like, dude. Much as you can want, dude. If you want, we can pull over to, like, get some ice cream. It was like a dairy you cleaner. You did not runner. give me that option at dude, the time. Dude, all you got to do is ask. I'll pull over. <laughs> then I, if I would have known that, I would have asked. Next time you're craving some ice cream, be like, "Hey, can you pull over and we'll we'll get a cone somewhere?" And be like, "Yeah, we'll do that. That's nice." We would have never gotten to Pensacola. And you know what? That would have probably been a better fucking thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they had this uh, red wine and chocolate ice cream, and the guy was like, "Yeah, I put a whole bottle of red wine in this. Fucking delicious, dude." Mm. 
He put a, did he put a whole bottle of chocolate in it too? Yeah, he did. Okay. So I mean, we're I know we're we're on burning the set list. I have I see this whole burning the set list mm. graphic going on, but you guys are also on the award-winning Open Micros podcast. What award so, is that? You won. Uh, we actually won, sir, 2020's most comedic podcast on earth by the Hollywood Digest. What the fuck have you done in your life? So, <laughs> what I want to know is who was the runner-up in that? Who was the runner-up in that contest? The Joe Rogan Experience. So what I want? Oh yeah, know, really? <laughs> yeah, we beat them out, bro. All right. Uh, <laughs> I want to know the story behind why you two specifically started what? burning that list because I know that this was Compton's brainchild that he's talked to me about before. Like way before he started it, so so why did the two of you come together and start this podcast? Governor, uh, you tell your version first. I what? Well, I was already on. Well, I was starting a podcast with somebody else, and I got Compton involved because he's sweet, sexy radio voice, you know, and he's got sure. the face from radio too. So I got him involved, and uh, that kind of fell through because the other guy was a bit uh, angry, should I say? Angry, bit angry. Kind of used to get a bit angry at times. Fucking nutters. But he had a pretty sweet setup, I thought, in his basement, in his uh, garage. He had a pretty good podcasting studio. But anyway, we, we decided to ditch that guy and do, and do our own thing. Yeah, man, fuck that guy. What about you, Compton? Yeah, okay. So what really happened was <laughs> Governor yeah. pitched me this idea. We go and we meet with this guy, and he's got, he's got good gear. He kind of knows what he's talking about. He's enthusiastic, and I'm okay with that. And uh, he starts telling me all these things that he wants to do. And I just start pulling up episodes of my podcast that I had already done. And, and he kept getting mad. He was like, fuck you already figuring this out. And here I am. So we get past that. And we're like, all right, fine, we'll try this. So we, the day comes where we're going to do the live stream. We're going to test everything. I'm on my way to Mobile, which is a three-hour drive. I get a call from Governor 20 minutes before we're supposed to go live not gonna be there van's messed up so he's like y'all just go and do the thing and let me know and i told governor i was like no i'm not getting hung no i'm not doing this by myself like we will find a way so we found a way to get him involved and it turned in to basically an hour of me just arguing with this guy over uh nonsense i felt like i was in a debate with q himself it was fucking ridiculous um and uh, after the fact uh, I told Governor about the idea for burning the set list, and I was like, "Look, man, I know people. We can figure this out." And uh, it took took several months uh, for us to get everything squared away to be at a technical standard that we wanted. As and, you can tell um, by a lack of technical hitches, is this entire episode right? Right? Like we didn't start with a twenty minute problem, so you know <laughs> we could have waited another month or two, maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's my version of the story. Nice. So basically, what I heard is that you don't need Martin for anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that brings the plan, dude. Come on. Well, how can you bring plan when you can't even bring people to your comedy shows, dude? That comedy show was packed, man. It was packed. How many people were there for you? All of them. Nah, I don't believe it, man. Not to mention it was a free show. Well, so all of them were there for the free ice cream. I guess that was part of the attraction. Actually, some of the people that were there uh, were people that I knew. Uh, oh, so Compton was the draw. Uh, for Maybe for one person, but not necessarily for the rest of the group. Um, but it ran into some people that I hadn't seen in quite a while. So uh, it, was, it was a good time. It was a nice show. 
I think a lot of people go see Compton because they, they want to catch a glimpse maybe of his uh, sack swinging when he steps off the stage. Oh, yeah. well, you could just follow me up the stairs. Like, it's not... <laughs> you don't have to wait for all that. So what do you guys think it takes to be a headliner? Like, what percent of it is talent and being good at comedy? And what percent of it is drawing people to venues and making money? Uh, well, Governor's the the headliner. Uh, I'm not quite there yet, so. Yeah. Well, I don't really want to know what he thinks. Nice. Um, I personally <laughs> feel like it's 90% drawing people to a venue and 10% actual talent. Well, the trick is if they come back and see you again. That's yeah. how you know you're good. Right. Right. If somebody to shoot to your show, anybody who comes to your show, they know you. Your friends will show up just to see you do something. Your friends will show up if you told them you were going to stand on your head for 10 minutes. But getting to come back again and again, that's the trick. Maybe I'm just jaded, but I feel like it doesn't matter how good you are at anything. If you can get people to come see you do it, then that's when you get successful. I.e. Jake Paul. Horrible fucking boxer. Shitty boxer. Everyone watches him box. And that's why he's a fucking star. Because everybody's waiting to see somebody beat his ass. <laughs> That's why there's Everybody's so waiting to see there. somebody beat my ass, too. But, I mean, I'm not headlining anything, man. Yeah, but so that's a marketing thing. Like, Jake Paul got his audience, not because he's a boxer, but because he did a bunch of outlandish shit that, you know, the American mental health status quo eats up. Yeah, he said and, the N-word for sure. Well, exactly. maybe if we advertise that uh, I get to beat your ass on stage, maybe we could get a bunch of people to the next show. Okay, well, here's an interesting way to look at it. One of the most successful shows in recent history uh, in Mobile, like the last three years before the pandemic, um, was Andrew Rivers at the OK Bike Shop. And uh, Andrew doesn't have a crowd in Mobile, and at the time, Smoky Jokes was the production company, and we had a little bit of a reputation. I mean, there were people that had been to good shows, but on the order of 20 to 30 people at a show, whereas when Andrew got there, he had, we sold almost 150 tickets, nice, I think. That's good. Something that's crazy. Good like, yeah, like a solid budget. A, a, it was sold out for the most part. We had people standing around. How much was a ticket? Tickets were like 20 bucks. It nice. was not cheap. It was so not cheap. Yeah, that's but, three grand right there. So from a credential standpoint, Andrew had a dry bar comedy special that he leveraged <laughs> very well in advertising. But he took the Gary V approach and was like, look, if this fucker can get elected president through Facebook ads, you can get people to your show. And sure as shit, he dumped the right amount of money into Facebook ads, which was a substantial a bit like nearly nearly a fifth of the total potential profit into facebook marketing but it sold it sold tickets um so i think it's going to be harder in the future for there to be another jake paul on certain social media platforms youtube a little bit harder um the way they do their ads and stuff but facebook you can pretty much buy that exposure now um so I don't know. That ties in somehow with, with what you were talking about. I mean, whether or not 
being a headliner, being good. I think if you tie in the fact that you can spend enough money on marketing to sell out a room and get people to come see you once, for sure, as a novelty. But being able to do it a second time yeah, is where you run into problems. That's, that's what they, yeah, that's the trick right there. So, I mean, but what about these guys who have a name who maybe used to be somebody but aren't good at stand-up, but they, cost, they constantly sell out every show that they do? Well, mean, people like, go to uh, people, especially <laughs> in Mobile and places like in the South, will go to a show with it just because they've heard of the person, for sure. Yeah. But you can also have people who run shows like Compton here who can get a reputation and people know, well, I go to that show, it's going to be a good time, even if they haven't heard of anybody that's on the show. They know that Compton wouldn't put them up there unless they were good. Right, yeah. I thought that was for sure going to be an insult. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's how it was in Biloxi for a little while in mid-2019, 2020. Anytime I did a show in Biloxi and I was opening for some kind of headliner, the only person that actually brought people in was me because that's the only pe- person that anyone knew that right. anyone had seen on the bill. Yeah. And so I, I would have people come up to me after I, my set, tell me how good I did, and then fucking leave nice. before the headliner comes up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, so I guess my point there is um, I'm better than you. Yeah, I don't doubt that. that uh, I, don't, no, I don't think I would even argue that. I didn't know, I didn't know exactly where I was going with that. But, I, I mean, I, my point is, like, you have to be able to do that. And I'm not sure how to gain that leverage again because there's no comedy in Biloxi and there are no bars willing to work with anyone to get comedy in Biloxi again. Yeah. Well, and it's really hard to... It's really hard to get famous where you practice. Yeah. Because Yeah, because so many people will associate you with your practice because that's what they see more of if they see you practice. And so getting famous in your hometown is way harder um, unless you deal drugs. Those guys, everybody shows up at their parties uh, because they, they, they want their drugs. So, you know, if you are on the coast, maybe pick up a, a Coke habit. And um, you know. I mean, I know some guys. Yeah. The guy I used to work for. Um, yeah. He apparently has really good Coke from what I hear. Yeah. See, get that dude to invite people to the comedy show and watch how many people show up. That's true. Anytime I did do a book show there, it was packed. That's very true. Yeah, just gotta gotta find something to leverage. I mean, Put the little baggies on the merch us. table. You did good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put your, your, your little logo on the on the bags. Nice. Jacob, go run down to your neighbors and see if you can work out a deal with the meth guys. Yeah, I can't run or work out, so <laughs> <laughs> you used the wrong wording for that whole. Yeah. My Never. 20 bucks in six months looks pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. What does Pete have to say? Pete the potted plant? Yeah. Oh, he's, uh, he's whispering in my ear. You don't, you don't want to hear what it is. It's, uh, it's pretty graphic. Okay. Respectful. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what do you guys want to talk about? What's up? What are you thinking about? I love how you guys were arguing at the beginning, like, Oh, I'm going to run this show. No, I'm going to run this show. And then I end up running this show. You're so adorable. Because you won't shut up. (laughs) How do you know that's not good management on my part? Yeah. (laughs) Just let me sit back and create content for all of you. Nice. As per usual when you book me on a show. 
That's right. So what is your favorite flavor of ice cream there, Jacob? Uh, it's actually something called the Cookie Two-Step by Bluebell. It is chocolate chip cookie dough with Oreos in it. Nice. So <laughs> you're, not, you're not worried about the botulism? I mean, don't they, like, have to recall their ice cream, I'm like, not even three months? I don't even know what that means, so no, I'm not worried about it. You know what my That's favorite uh, type of ice cream is? What? Free ice cream. <laughs> ah, we just lost Jacob. Ah, I had a great follow-up question for him too. Okay, so <laughs> uh back to earlier what I what I want to talk about is you were talking about uh being more of an animated comic and one of the things that I picked up on pretty early in my hosting career was that people will give back the energy that you give to them. So Absolutely. Tell, tell me more about how it's been working out for you, and have you started writing to the new style, or are you just laying your material and that style together, and et cetera? No, it's material and style together, because my material, my material has always been good. It's just my problem has been I'm a joke writer. I'm not really a good, you know, I'm not as good of a performer. Uh, I mean, I, I, even before the style, I was better than Martin, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, I yeah, it's I knew where my weaknesses were, so I decided to fix that. And just doing the material that I know is smart and funny in that way, and and I that works so well with hosting too because you you're right, you give that energy, and that's what you give back. So you know, you see me between every comic, then I'm giving I'm injecting energy into the room for the next comic to uh, kind of capitalize on. Just like when you bomb or if, you, or if you're boring or no one can hear you, you suck all the energy out. If, if you're really loud and you put energy into the crowd, then that's going to benefit the next comic. Yeah. I feel like we should do a whole segment on uh, Heckler Comebacks, just so Jason feels more prepared for Monday night. Yeah, you need a bit of Heckler training for Jason. <laughs> Even though Jason's the one with the most experience in that field. Well, what's your go-to Heckler shutdown, Martin? But when I want my comeback, I just wipe it off your mom's face. <laughs> what about you, Compton? Uh, my my go-to quickest one is, um, of course, that's the best you can do. You're wearing pants. <laughs> I like. But, yeah. I mentioned the Popeyes one earlier. If it's a woman that's heckling me, one that I came up with the other night that I would have said. Uh, if those bitches d didn't get up and leave, I would have said it to them. Is uh, yeah, you look like your OnlyFans is free. Like no one's gonna pay for that. You just want the attention. <laughs> That's a good one. Taking notes, Jason. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just punch him in the fucking face. Nice. That all okay. So to ask a serious question uh, about that story. Uh, we've all bombed before. We've all... Uh, uh, not well, correct. <laughs> You're bombing right now, dude. <laughs> don't, make, don't make me get, get on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so Jason, do you remember the time before that? Like, the worst set you had before that? Um, night. As far as heckler? Like you, as far as hecklers, or just a bad set? Uh, hecklers. Hecklers, um, well, one of the worst hecklers I had to actually deal with was back at the Kraken, 
And it was actually someone I knew <laughs> who felt like she wanted to be part of the show too. So I, I was just like the whole time just battling with her to try to get her to be quiet. And, um, it, it, and not that she was trying to be mean, but she just felt like because she was my friend that, or not really a friend, but an acquaintance that she felt like she needed to be a part of the show too. And it was kind of aggravating everybody in the audience. It was aggravating me. And when I got off stage, everybody was just like, who was this bitch? And I was like, eh. You still let her suck her dick later, though, didn't you? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, real quick, what's her name and address? Uh, I'm not going to <laughs> dox anyone tonight. Jacob, <laughs> uh, uh, worst heckler, man. worst heckler? Oh, who are you asking? What's I was asking you, but I'll tell you mine if you want. My worst heckler was at the tracks in Mississippi. Oh, I have a show book there, May 27th. Get your tickets now, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. But the first time there, um, it was not, it, there weren't a lot of people that knew what they were getting into. And uh, there were some dudes. Uh, there was this guy that uh, was talking over everything, and he said... Um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's like, it was, it's, it's real, it's boring in here because you're not funny. Uh, and I said two words, made the audience just rip. And he goes, Oh, yeah, it's fucking boring in here. And I shut him down pretty quickly. The best part of that whole heckler moment, though, was we were talking about Roadhead, and uh, his, he got all excited and he was like, Yeah, I get Roadhead. But he had such a large gut, you just knew there was no way he could drive and get head at the same time. And he was very unhappy when I pointed that out to everyone in the crowd. <laughs> nice. Dude, That's probably my favorite. My worst experience with a heckler was when I almost got in a fist fight with one. Um, <laughs> the first ever comedy competition I did. So there was a cash prize on the line. And mm. uh, I was the favorite of the competition going in. And I went up first. And there was this guy who had never seen a comedy show before. Big, fat, fucking tatted up, dude. And um, Jason was there, actually. Uh, and he heckled me. I don't even remember what I said back to him, but I said something that shut him up. But afterwards, he came up to apologize to me, and I told him to fuck off because I was so pissed. I remember that. He ruined my set. He ruined my chances at getting this money. And so he went over to the bartender to try to get me fired like I work there, like I'm there all the time. And he went over to the bartender to try to get me fired. And uh, he was talking about how he was going to beat my ass and all this. And my mother, who is sitting at the end of the bar, just taps him on the shoulder is like, that's my son you're talking about, baby. I think you should probably stop. Nice. And he did. <laughs> And then he came and apologized to me again. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I, I should have accepted your apology the first time. I was just mad that you ruined my chances at winning because I wanted to fucking win so bad. So your mom didn't have to shoot anybody that night. That, uh, that's unfortunate. I kind of <laughs> wish that story ended differently. Yeah. That my mom's sweet, good. man. She's, she's legit stopped me from getting in a fight with a heckler. That would be ultimate comedy mom where if somebody heckled you and then your mom just shot him. I can imagine <laughs> that. Like, she's sitting there and she, like, reaches into her purse and pulls out, like, a Joker-style gun right there yeah. at the bar. Just, like, 
three foot long revolver and just blow somebody's head off. I think I would enjoy My mom that. doesn't pack, but she would probably break her Michelob Ultra over the guy's head. So your mom's gonna do comedy, right? So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do if somebody heckles her while she's doing it? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna punch him in the fucking face. Dude, <laughs> his mom is so beloved by all the comics around here. If anybody heckles her, that dude is going to get beat into uh, a, a pile of chewing gum on the ground. Is what he's gonna look like afterwards. I'm I'm actually not gonna assault anybody at yeah, my own show, but I will tell them to fucking leave like straight away. Nice. <laughs> Governor, we may have to reschedule our broadcast days just so we can, uh, we can go see this. Oh, it's going to be on a Sunday? Because somebody's going to say something. Oh, we could do this shit with yeah, the Vodka Mother's Day on Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on. Yeah. We, we could do, a, we can do a, an on-the-road broadcast from outside the show. There you go, man. We can get your mom on after the show, talk about how it went. It'll be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I'm like sure we fun, wouldn't man. have any technical te- technical difficulties uh, like we had today <laughs> yeah. on the road. None at all. Yeah. Outside no, we, of can, we can broadcast via our phones, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would get weird. We get very weird, dude. Well, we've been at this for an hour, fellas. Nice. That's uh, that, that flies pretty quick. Yeah, it feels like a lot anything, longer. Though. Is there anything <laughs> you guys wanted to cover that we didn't cover? Um. Not really, man. It's just, I feel like uh, the interview was mostly about us. Uh, I mean, is there anything you guys want to plug or talk about while you're on our show that has significantly more viewers? <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> no, seriously, though, talk about what you got coming up, man. If I were going to plug anything, uh, the Mobile Comedy Festival is coming up in August. Um, sure. Get your submissions in. It's gonna be a great week of comedy. Oh We've got crap! I need to do that. I forgot. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's still cheap. The price hadn't gone up for the entry. It's like twenty five bucks, and uh, pretty much anybody that's got a tape and has a little bit of tenure as a comic is almost guaranteed uh, to get in and have a shot at the the cash prize. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, I just got accepted, so that means that anyone can get in. Yeah, that means they're taking anybody. <laughs> Anybody. Yeah. I haven't sent my money though yet, so it's still in limbo. (laughs) You gotta get out you gotta that meth dude, get that twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's gonna be a big one. Uh the other one is uh Azalea City Comedy. Um Smoky Jokes was the original production company in Mobile. We changed the name to Azalea City Comedy just because it's a little more family friendly, inclusive. Yada yada. And um you know, Zeke's running things over at the music box, which is going really well. And uh, so we started the Azalea City shows at the Electric Piano Parlor in Mobile, uh, which is a, a great new venue to have on board with the comedy scene. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be there May 29th. Buy your tickets now. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Governor was on the last one. He doesn't know it yet, but yeah. he's going to have to help me. Uh, he's going he's gonna to end up producing some shows, whether he likes it or not, because <laughs> it's going to be me a busy. Me and the plan can handle it. We'll split the workload. Yeah, he and Pete, you'll be fine. Um, what else is going on plug wise? Uh, I can't think of much. I mean, the the tour, like I said, we've got a run that's coming. Um, that's going to connect a lot of dots. Twice a month, we're going to do four shows and four nights: Ocean Springs, Mobile, Panama City, and uh, Pensacola. Not necessarily in that order, um, which is going to be a big deal um, because not only do we have 
big, big names coming into Mobile through the music box and Zeke's efforts over there. But now we're going to be able to accommodate everybody in the tiers below that all the way down to open micers. Um, oh, what a cool my little tour. So we're excited about it. Uh, Jason, what you got anything you want to plug? Anything you want to say while you have that fucking candy bar in your mouth? Nope. I just got a, <laughs> I got a nutty buddy in my mouth. <laughs> I bet you got a nutty buddy in your mouth. He's um, got a buddy nutting in his mouth. <laughs> uh, as far as plugs go for me, man, just watch open micers every Wednesday night live at 7 p.m. on twitch.tv slash jfunktastic or wherever you get your podcasts for free. Uh, we're also on YouTube under Jason Robbins. And in the month of May, it is a great time to go to www.openmikers.com to pick a tier for our Patreon because we will be interviewing perhaps one of the most uh, prolific and one of the funniest comics on the planet today. Uh, seriously, he has credits from Comedy Central, Netflix. It's the biggest guest we've ever talked to, stand-up yeah. comedy-wise. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun, man. And you can come see me. My next show is May 9th at the pub in D'Iberville, in uh, D'Iberville, Mississippi. It's going to be a Mother's Day show. You can bring your mom. There's going to be $4 Moscato, uh, all kinds of drink mm -hmm. specials going on. And uh, yeah, man, come on my tits. I think I got some stuff coming up in May, but I don't remember. Uh, but I do remember that I have some, uh, going to be doing some panels at uh, Pensacon this year. So if you oh, go to Pensacon yeah. and you want to come see some panels, I'll be there. Hey, do you know the dates for Pensacon? Uh, I think it's the 21st through the 23rd. Let me check. Of what month? Uh, May. Of May. 21st through the 23rd? On. Well, while he's looking that up, I also have tour dates from May 27th. I'm going to be at the Tracks in Long Beach. May 28th, I'm going to be slap at Slapsticks in Panama City. And May 29th, I'm going to be at the Electric Piano Parlor, Parlor in Mobile, all a part of the same tour with Lionel Rodriguez, Carson Taylor. And uh, I don't know who else is on that, but probably great people. Yeah, it's, uh, Pensacana's May 21st through 23rd. Nice. So the, that'll be right before the, uh, the festival, the Pride Fest. The week before. Very cool. Fantastic. Over there, just so I can do a Pensacon show. We'll have to talk to Andrew about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you made it sound like there were some deep, pressing questions that you wanted us to answer, like the meaning of life and, you know, all what that good stuff. Bro? Got it covered. You got it? <laughs> good. Yeah, Jacob's not interested in the meaning of life. He's only got six months left anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested in who... <laughs> Who has the best bacon cheeseburger? That's what I'm. I'm that serious. Noble, Everybody answer. That is noble pursuit. Uh, best. Mm, I'm gonna go with Waterburger. Respectable, respectable. Mm. That's what I was gonna say too. Who has the best bacon cheeseburger, Jason? Bacon cheeseburger? Uh, I don't really eat bacon cheeseburgers. Uh, you. I fucking. Eat I eat cheeseburgers. I don't really do bacon cheese because nobody makes bacon right. It's always sloppy and gross. It's not like nice and crispy. That's why so, you have America, and you will appreciate the bacon you are given. You need some Danish, man. You need some Danish bacon. Martin, all you eat is salads now, right? You no, I eat, I eat bacon cheeseburgers. I just take the bun off. All right, well, I don't want to know what no, you have. He's to totally say. lying. He, he just he likes the meat. Bigger. He, he likes to shove that meat that right in his mouth. All right, who has the best fucking patty and bacon then? Martin. 
Me. Who has I the... do like my own. You're going to say Hardy's, aren't you? No, I'm going to say Ocean Springs has the best patty. Hardy's, dude. Fuck you. Ocean Springs does have the best patty. I'm actually going to change mine to Checkers. Checkers has a bomb-ass bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, I was just going to say that that's probably my favorite place to get a burger is uh, Checkers. Because not only do they have great burgers, they got great fries, too. Like, their fries are the best. And great wings as well. I have not had the wings. Wings? Dude, get the wings. We got chicken wings, bro. Yeah, we assumed it was chicken wings when you said wings. Hell yeah, dude. Well, sometimes you have to specify. I don't know what y'all eat across the pond over there. <laughs> swan. We have swan wings over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the queen eats fucking bat wings, dude. Y'all are banned in the UK, aren't you? Yeah, that's how COVID started, all those fucking bat wings. Yeah. We eat Pegasus. <laughs> we started pirating their television. That's why you don't see Pegasus flying around anymore. Yeah. We ate all the wings. Oh, Thomas Finley chimed in. He said Wendy's has the best bacon cheeseburger. No, they don't, Thomas. Come on, dude. dude. I expected more from you. I <laughs> have eaten Wendy's three times in my life, and I've gotten food poisoning twice from there. So That's there was not a fourth time. That's the, you're eating up the wrong Wendy's, man. Two different my Wendy's. A, two different Wendy's. Two different instances. in his salad. A living cricket in mm. his salad at Wendy's. Oh, yeah. My mom found a, um, a bug in one of her baked potatoes at Wendy's. Found nice. a bug in there. And the manager tried to play it off like, oh, no, that's like another spud growing on the potato. But I was like, spuds don't have legs, bitch. <laughs> bug. It's a bug. Yummy. Bug. Wendy's in D'Iberville, Mississippi. Fucking bug. Anyways. Yeah, I got to say, Waffle House has a pretty, pretty good burger, too. Depends on who's cooking good it, answer. man. Good answer. Waffle House does have uh, is underrated for their burgers. That's a fair you, point. You know who else is really, really underrated? Denny's. Mm. Denny's has a good bacon cheeseburger, man. Mm. At three a.m. when you're, you know, just coming out of it. Dude, you remember when Denny's was the last restaurant you could smoke in? Yeah. You can't smoke in there anymore. Could have fooled me. I don't. Well, oh, Mississippi, it's a different thing. <laughs> there. I was about to say, I mean, we we just light up. You the, guys the are pack. making me hungry for a damn cheeseburger now. Good, dude. <laughs> Talking about, oh, you bacon cheeseburgers. Well, I'm not, I don't want a bacon cheeseburger. I just okay. want a cheeseburger. Well, you want to take the, you can't even cook the bacon part? right yourself? Because I'm going to tell you something that's going to be controversial right now. And I know you're, you're all oh. going to yell at me. I don't like. Uh, pork bacon. I like turkey bacon better. What a deuce. <laughs> I don't like pork. Ugh, you just lost all your listeners. All your... <laughs> Dude, we should end it right there. I don't, I don't eat <laughs> the swine. So, if there's anyone listening, I'm actually in the... Alright, see? Yeah. That, that was so shocking, even the internet. <laughs> really I like my bacon drier than Martin's comedy. That's how I like it. Right at the... I didn't think that was possible. Say it again, Jacob. You cut out right at the peak. Oh, I don't think that's possible, dude. Drier than Martin's comedy? Nice. I like it bone dry. I like it drier than Jacob's mom. <laughs> that's such a middle school fucking insult. I like it drier than me. How would you know? You didn't get that far. <laughs> He's still in middle school. What are you talking about? <laughs> what degree do you have, Martin? What's your credentials, bro? I have, uh, I have 
Yeah, I got a degree. Which well, one? What? What? Jacob does have a got? baby, so he got somewhere. I got a BSc, Bachelor of Science. All right, all right. So yeah, you're a little smarter than me, but you know what? Give me some time. And it's from England too, so it makes it even more smart. I don't think so. We literally kicked y'all's asses like a hundred years ago. <laughs> 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 one nice one and one. Oh, baby no thomas one. finley the diarrhea is not worth it to eat at wendy's it's not dude thomas finley ordered a salad at a fucking bar dude <laughs> thomas finley <laughs> eats bar salads don't trust that man's palate what a, what a slam what you a roast Speaking of burgers, I'm going to have to try that uh, Trash Panda burger at the juke joint. That thing looks pretty good, though. My boy Duncan ordered it. He didn't try to do the challenge. He just did it to eat it. He had to take half of it home, dude. Sure. It was fucking ridiculous. That thing would if probably I'm... kill me if I ate the whole thing. Wait, if wait, I order it, I'm going to try to get it. For years now, and they have an eating challenge? Yeah, yeah. You order um, the Trash Panda. And if you eat it within a certain amount of time, it's free, and I think you get something. Or maybe it's just free, I don't know. Have you done this, Jacob? No, but I want to. Let's do it I also really want to do the the challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings. If you can eat 10 uh, Blazing Carolina Reaper wings in a certain amount of time, uh, you win something. I don't know what it is. That's easy. But I feel like that would be good Patreon content as well. Just watching oh, me set sure. my ass on fire. Uh, we can film that. that. Would... If you want to go do that at Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm I'm more than accommodating. I'll Let's try it, one, dude. but I'm not eating more than one because I would die. I am. I don't know if you can share between people. I don't know. I, it might just have to be just me. Oh, just but you. I think I could do it. It'll be just you then. I'm in. I'm in. You let me know when this is going down. Okay. I'll come down. We'll broadcast it live from the restaurant. And I will bring Jacob back to life when his heart stops. <laughs> After he shat his entire innards out. <laughs> oh, man. I'll make sure you guys get the result pictures. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so much. All right, guys. So is that is that the end of the Dude, show? Is... Or are we, what are we doing? Yeah, we're looking on the low note. Uh... Dude, no, this has been fun. I can't think of anything to add. This will uh, last. Let's do this yeah, again. Sometime. Yeah, we should. Let's do it over event of the century. Yeah, the we century. We scratched the surface uh, of of the festering wind. And I'll have to upload some of my uh, crappy five-minute spots to YouTube so you guys can have something to make fun of me about. Uh, there deal. you go. You upload one of yours, and I'll get mine up finally. I've got one that I'm actually... I'm I'm kind of proud of, and so I'm afraid to watch it because. <laughs> hey, real quick, you guys proud of it for now. You guys got to get a solo episode with Jason Robbins <sighs> over here, man. Oh, for sure. I want to hear all about the music and uh, and the the rest of the podcast that you do. Like I said, we've barely scratched the surface. We got plenty we could uh, we could delve into. Um, but I think this has been a good first stab at it. I, mean, I want to do a show with the four of us too. I think that would be fun. <laughs> Oh, like stand-up comedy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm game. I mean, I'm always game. You point me in the right direction, and we'll, we'll make I just sure. like hanging out with you guys in real life. Yeah. You make me Bro, laugh. Bro, if someone's, if someone's booking, I'm, I'm joking, man. 
You know how <sighs> that's my slogan. <laughs> well, the good news is the pandemic is waning and things are coming back. I've been seeing yep. a lot of things going on, so there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of work. Uh if you guys really want to uh I'm looking at doing a tour next winter after the after the farm cycle. Yes. And um I wanna I don't I don't know where I wanna go. I just wanna go. I kinda oh, wanna go back to Colorado now that I know some people out there. Yes, uh, correct. So, like, are you talking like winter of 2021? When you say next winter, are you talking about 2021 or 2022? 21. Right. So it's this winter. It's not next winter. Yeah, this winter. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. The upcoming, the upcoming coldness. You know, I'm winter down, is man. coming. Like, get a dragon. It's the only way you'll survive. Oh, yeah. Dude, guys, thanks for joining us. Dude. I'm glad this worked out, aside from me fucking up the sound for the first 20 thank minutes. You. <laughs> and thank you guys for joining us Yes, on the award-winning uh, Open Micros podcast. Yeah, so Electric Piano Parlor, May 27th. Jacob and I will both be on that show. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure Governor will come out and join us. Probably yeah, maybe. maybe. You we'll guys see. have an award, but you know what we have? Free ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> and... Ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for us. Thanks for joining us on Burning the Settlers. See you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. We will see you next time. That was too dramatic.